You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. 12.45 first pitch for the Padres looking to snap their little losing skid and send the Giants back below 500. We're here in the AMR studio as the team is up in the Bay, San Francisco. And joining us now on the Cholula Hotline, we hope, because it's the first time that we're using uh, Skype video this year. So, Blooper, this is all on you. Do we have Jesse Agler? Yes. Hey, there's Jesse. Right. We see him. That's great. Yeah, uh, we want to ask you as many questions as quickly as possible in case it all falls apart <laughs> in like two minutes. So how you doing, Jesse? I'm doing well, thank you. Hope you guys can hear me okay. The organ is uh, rocking the Beach Boys right now here at AT&T Park. So I got the headsets in. I'm hoping that uh, that makes me coming in nice and clear for you. Nice, yeah, no, so far so good. So uh, play away, organ man. Uh, how's the uh, – put your meteorologist cap on. We saw the tarp on the field a little bit oh, earlier. Good. How's it looking now? Oh. All good. They just took the tarp off right now. They are actually, as I uh, duck my little face over there, uh, rolling it up in shallow left field as we speak. So there should be no issue whatsoever uh, when it comes to, uh, to weather here today. We got rained on earlier. It was gross. It is now uh, partly cloudy, and it should be beautiful for uh, first pitch at 1245. You know, speaking of beautiful, Jesse, I don't know if you know it, but somebody's trying to sneak over your shoulder. That would be Dave Marcus, our incredible producer engineer over there in the radio broadcast. Uh, is Dave doing okay? I mean, he's trying to get some airtime behind you. Marcus, you doing okay? <laughs> I saw forehead, but no, I, I want to get, get Dave. Come on, get, get him up to the laptop so we can see Dave. There he is. What's up? And Blooper blocks him with Jesse's Twitter <laughs> handle. Great engineering, Seth. Stay That's hot. awesome. <laughs> there he there is. we go. Now we're fixed. Uh, uh, good uh, man right there. Uh, Jesse, you, you were there, obviously. You saw everything, every pitch last night. Uh, I was listening because I was driving home when the game started, and I heard you talk about how Cueto, as a fan, is fun to watch. Uh, not too fun for Padres fans yesterday. Uh, I mean, he had everything going. Was it more his success escaping jams from what you saw or just Padres' futility that cost them the game last night? No, look, he, he buckled down, and he did a good job in those big situations. And I think, what, three times in the ballgame, the runner uh, was on third base for the Padres with fewer than two outs, and yep. they couldn't get him home. And it, it's easy to sit here and be like, oh, they couldn't come through with the big clutch hit, or they aren't hitting well with runners in scoring position. But when you're facing guys like Bumgarner and Cueto, and today Samarja, they don't scan, you know, it's like these are good pitchers, and they know how to buckle down in those situations. And I think that's what we saw. And um, before the game yesterday, Andy Green said, hey, it's tougher for Cueto to do some of his Cueto things, you know, the hesitations and the shimmying and all of that stuff when there are guys on base. But he is still able to do other things with guys on base to disrupt the timing of a hitter. And I thought he did an outstanding job last night. And look, there's a reason he got the free agent contract from San Francisco that he did this year. And uh, a big part of it, I I'm sure, is what he's able to do in situations like last night. Is it just me or it seems like you used to face an ace type pitcher or a guy with ace stuff maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. It seems like the Padres are facing ace pitchers four or five times a week, or at least guys who throw like aces so far this season. It's unbelievable, isn't it? And it seems like it never stops. It doesn't make I'm not good at math. I talk about this all the time. I don't understand really how numbers work. But like you said, Ben, if a team has a one ace or you know two aces, San Francisco, I suppose you could argue three or two behind Bumgarner or whatever, like – 
how are we keep hitting these guys? You only play these teams, you know, three games in a row. I don't really understand how it keeps happening, but it does. It's, it's like, oh, we saw Wainwright and Waka, and now we see these guys here. It's been pretty incredible here in the first month of the season. You know, Jesse, one of the topics here today has also been how the pitching staff has handled sort of the frustration of not getting the run support at times. What, what's your sense? Yeah. Has there been any grumbling, any talk about it, or are guys just going about their business and staying focused on making pitches that they need to make? No, I haven't heard anything about it. Um, not to say that it isn't being discussed behind closed doors, because who knows, but um, I think that's a positive. And last year, as we all know, and as we've all discussed uh, more than enough times, Andrew Kashner was that guy last year. This year, maybe it's going to be James Shields, you know, who's not getting the run support. Uh, but the good news is, whether it is a Pomeranz or whether it is a Shields or a Kashner, these guys are going out there and they're doing their thing. You know, whatever the run support situation is right now, it doesn't appear to be bothering them. Now, if it continues all the way through, you know, the all-star break and the situation, uh, you know, keeps getting more and more frustrating, who knows? Maybe it does become a bigger issue. Uh, but right now, I think the pitchers are focused on pitching, which is what you want. Um, but, Bob, I mean, what do you say? It, it, it's impossible as a human being not to be frustrated on some level by that, I would imagine. No question about it. It does. But, we, you know, at this level, you got to try to stay focused on what you control. And, and obviously, you can't control the defense. You can't control the offense. All you can control is making pitches. But that being said, these guys are competitors, and they want to win games, and you start trying to do too much sometimes. I haven't seen that yet, and I hope we don't. Jesse, you know what you guys need? You and Uncle Teddy back there and, and Dave Marcus and the coaching staff and the players. You guys need a happy flight. So far, yes. the Padres are 0-6 in series finales this season. You need That's to win good. the last game of a series so you can have a happy flight down to L.A. and feel good about yourself for the next couple of days. There's, uh, there are a uh, myriad of reasons why the Padres uh, winning this game would be better than the alternative, <laughs> and, and that's certainly on the list, uh, Ben. There's no doubt, especially with the off day tomorrow. You know, look, it, again, these guys are human beings, and you, know, you got some time to think tomorrow. you got some time to rest, relax, recharge, all of those sorts of things in Los Angeles. And uh, to do so after a win is probably better for the old mindset than doing it after a, a third straight loss to the Giants. Hey, Jesse, I know you got work to do, but an important topic here today has been brunch. And I know one of the <laughs> best things about the radio booth there in San Francisco is you're literally three feet away from the food room. They always have good meals there. Tell us about the food they have over in the food room over there today. And did you crush something? I have not actually made it in there yet. Uh, everything was a little bit delayed down at the clubhouse today. There were some meetings taking place. Oh. Uh, so I just kind of scurried up here to chat with you guys. But I will tell you, Last night was uh, Chinese Heritage Night here at AT&T Park, and so there was some outstanding uh, Chinese food in the media dining room, uh, as you said, three feet behind the booth. Uh, but I will be checking on brunch very quickly, and uh, the scan I'll, I'll text you. I'll let you know what's going on. Awesome, man. Yeah, keep the priorities. Don't let those meetings get in the way. Get into the food line. Come on. If, if, yeah, Jesse's, yeah. if Jesse's burping uncontrollably during the first two innings today, we know why, because he went for the yeah. brunch. Uh, it is My last question for you, Justin, we'll let you go. Uh, it's a weird getaway day because you're just going to L.A., so it's an early game today. Then you have tonight, all day tomorrow off. Any fun plans for a little free time? I'm actually driving back to San Diego tonight uh, after we land in Los Angeles. Uh, with a five-week-old baby at home, it, it seems like maybe not the best Smart idea man! Us, Smart uh, man. To stay in Los Angeles and hang out by the pool all day uh, <laughs> with uh, just such a short drive in between uh, the family and me. So I will be, uh, I'll be heading back to, uh, to the neighborhood uh, tonight and uh, come back up to L.A. Friday morning for the first game of the series. That's I, awesome. I probably could have answer, answered that yeah. one for Jesse, See, too. rooftop of the <laughs> London exactly hotel pool do. or the well, now, Sometimes the, the guys game. bring yeah. the families up to the hotel, <laughs> which is another option, yeah. maybe during the summertime. Not. Exactly. He's a little bit older, I think. That's, yeah. That there still seems kind of scary right now. We're new at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, don't ask me for advice because I am the worst to give it. But, uh, Jesse, thanks so much. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it is that happy flight with the win. And, uh, yeah, safe travels. On the Have way a great back. call, Jesse. 
Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Good right. to see you. Can't yeah. believe this actually worked for the whole segment. Yeah. Good job, Blooper. <laughs> I did something. You did something good. <laughs> Pat yourself. I think the internet the in the Bay Area has got to be pretty good, right? I mean, they Silicon look, Valley. They got their Wi-Fi. Right? Yeah, yeah, they better be bringing the Wi-Fi up there, right? <laughs> uh, thank you, Jesse. That was the Cholula Hotline. Uh, uncapped real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres with that iconic wooden cap. When we come back, we've had some Twitter questions that have been piling up over the last couple days we haven't got a chance to get to. We're going to get to them right after this on Padres Social Hour. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team. 